Memphis Alexander. Chapman for three. Bang! Oh! will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. Yes! The magic of 
was the trap that so many teams fall into. And if you're listening to my series, Has the NBA Gotten gotten Better? This is exactly what I'm talking about. The constant reliance on three-pointers when they're not needed. I mean, how many good mid-ranges or floaters did Kennard or Lou Williams pass up tonight for more threes for guys like Patrick Patterson, who, quite frankly, I just don't really think is that good. I don't like that replacement for Jermichael Green, you know. I'm not a huge Pat-Pat guy. I think Lou Williams... I mean, look at the end of the third quarter. We literally blew a fast break you know, because we were fiending that transition three. I just can't stand it. Three on one break. Go get a layup. Uh, and it also happens with Kawhi and Paul George's. They fall in love with those threes. What I really liked is you saw them get going with those mid-ranges. Get to the basket. Stop on a dime. Ten-footers. I mean, you saw what Paul George is able to do when he starts to get out to that, you know, start hitting those ten-footers. Get aggressive. Going to the rim. And then stretch it. Remember, the most important thing we talked about is the NBA getting better. Balance. And you know one thing I really enjoyed? Well, by the way, not Reggie Jackson, by the way. How many times do I have to say he shouldn't have been on this team? He really just killed our momentum. And this, this game shouldn't have been close. We should have blown that shit out in the second quarter. The Lakers did not play tonight. They did not come to play tonight. But we'll get into them in a second. Right now, we're just doing the Clipper side of things. Uh, another thing I just I really like to see other than that was Zubats being Zubats. I mean, he's my favorite player on the team right now because he's capable. He what I love about Zoo is he takes hits, he goes up vertically, you know, takes hits right to the chest, and he makes hits. I mean, that screen on KCP. I'm happy that KCP was okay, but that's old school kind of you know when you make a screen, you feel me making that screen, and I really love that about Zubats. Also, a nice dunk on Montrader. Let's talk about Montrader. Stats look good, right? Let's look at those stats. Let's look at those motherfucking stats. Um, let's see a nice stat line of 17 and 10 on six to seven, but you know what? That stat line doesn't show you that in this, in the, for very large portions of the game, all we did was attack Montrader and pick and roll and made him defend. And he was getting torched, absolutely torched late in that first quarter. I think it was early in the second quarter. I think it was late first quarter. It was absolutely getting torched on that pick and roll. And then during stretches of that second half with Paul George and Lou Williams getting into that pick and roll action with Zoo, Trez was, Montrader was getting torched. So Laker fans, I think you saw a little bit of the good and the bad with him tonight. You know, he's very aggressive. He's going to get those hustle points. He's a very solid finish around the basket you know another thing that was a plus for, for the Lakers tonight in terms of Trez was or Trader was five of seven from the line but he's gonna get cooked in pick and roll he how many rebounds did he get tonight six okay that's not that bad four of them were offensive rebounds though um, which is good but at the same time it's like you got how many times you know to end that game I think the play that sealed the game was the Clippers just showed that we wanted it more than the Lakers tonight. With that play that we got three offensive rebounds in a row in the fourth quarter, all the Lakers are just standing around. Patrick Beverly was the first to react. And you know what? All those Laker fans talking about Patrick Beverly, all that shit you wanted to talk. That's one thing I never did was talk about Pat Bev because I know what he brings to the table. Ten points, six rebounds, three assists. He was really solid tonight. Four of nine from the field, two of five from three. That's 40%. I'll take that all day long. And yeah, all those that think that all Patrick Beverly does is foul. You don't watch the Clippers enough. Um, here's the thing, though. Once again, I'm just going to reinstate that this means nothing for the long haul. All it is is building habits. I don't care that we beat the Lakers. That, that shit doesn't mean anything to me who we beat. It's one game that's going to show up as a one win on the win column when the season's over. It's not going to say, oh, you beat the Lakers. Um, I thought, by the way, just to rattle off the stats for you real quick, uh, Kawhi finished with 26, 10 of 26 from the field, 1 of 8 from 3, slightly too many threes taken from me. Uh, Paul George, though, 33 points, 13 of 18 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3, 6 boards, too many turnovers, though. One thing about Paul George I, I, I've i noticed since having him on my team is 
He has a really solid handle when it comes to like moves, but he's not great at the basic thing we talked about with ball handling and the, is the NBA getting better? Ball retention in terms of not losing the ball or ball security is he loses it a lot sometimes in, in crowded areas. Um, other than that, I really liked what I saw from Kennard because I already saw some things that Landry Shamit could not do. You know, dribbling, you know, playing in the pick and roll and being able to create his own shots, stop on a dime, pull a mid-range. You know, he had this nice little scoop pass to the rolling Ivica Zubats in the third quarter that I really liked, something I've never seen Shamit really do. So I liked what I saw from Kennard, even though he only had four points, uh, two points, two assists, and he wasn't too bad on defense like everybody was saying. He got blown by Schroeder one or, once or twice, but nothing major. So yeah, I love the performance. I loved what I saw from Paul George, especially him playing better in the second half, which is not what we were accustomed to seeing, at least not in the glorified summer league. Um, as for the Lakers, I think that there was just low effort all the way around. I think LeBron did not show up to play tonight at all. Um, and also, he, he thinks he's slick at the end of the second or first quarter, trying to shoot when the buzz. Right, like I see him looking at the at the at the at the shot clock, waiting for it to get to like 0.5. He knows he's going to have to take a tough shot. He's probably going to miss. So what does he do? He waits till the buzzer sounds and throws it up, trying to look slick. I see through all your shit, LeBron, with your stat padding nonsense. You know, 7 of 17, 3 of 8 from 3. He didn't really play well. 22 points, 5 boards, 5 assists, 4 turnovers. But once again, it's LeBron James. It's the Lakers. You know, they are the defending champs. They're still the pick that I made to win the championship, and that's not going to change after one game. Obviously, I want the Clippers to win the championship. Y'all know this, but... You know, I'm not going to be unrealistic. Marcus Saul, terrible debut in my opinion. Too many fouls. Didn't shoot one shot. 12 minutes, five fouls. Uh, donut for Marcus Saul. Some nice Spanish donuts. Uh, anything else? Anthony Davis, I, I really uh, actually liked what I saw from him for the most part. I think he was not aggressive enough. Part of why, part of because of the Clippers schemes defending him, throwing doubles at him a lot. He only finished with 18 points on 8 of 15 from the field and 7 boards. But him guarding Kawhi once again shows how versatile he is, how great at defense he is. And when Kawhi had AD on him, he struggled a little bit. It was when Kawhi had other guys on him that he was able to eat. Wes Matthews, not a very good debut either. 0 of 2 in his 11 minutes, didn't play much. And... Uh, Caruso still can't shoot. That shit hasn't changed. He can't shoot. One of four from three, one of five from the field. But yeah, really great opening win. I love the energy, the intensity, but what's important is consistency. I know we're going to show up against the Lakers. We did it last year too. It's about showing up to that next game, and that's Denver. And if we're not motivated for that one, then I don't know what to say. Christmas in front of everybody. Let's start the season 2-0 and like last year. I would love that. So great win. I'm feeling pretty good. Obviously not getting too high or too low, you know, Opening day champions, baby. Clippers, let's go. Put that banner up. <laughs> I'm fucking around. But anyway, the Lakers, nothing to be concerned about, Laker fans. The energy and effort wasn't good on your ring night. So be it. I think Dennis Schroeder was one positive to take, though. I thought he was really solid on defense. And, he, you know, you see his jumpers improve tremendously. And he can take anyone off the dribble for the most part. Uh, he finished with, let me get that box score for him. He finished oh, 5 of 15, not too great from the field, but I think he was good overall. 14 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. So there you go. One turnover, 8 to 1 assist to turnover ratio. Got to like that from Dennis if you're a Laker fan. But so for the Lakers, we move on to Christmas to uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavs. No Porzingis, so the Lakers should get a win in that one. Let's move to the other game we saw today, which was the Nets and the Warriors. Obviously no Draymond Green, so the Nets are the clear favorite. I mean, they would have been the favorite even without Draymond. But... They absolutely came out fired up and threw some haymakers tonight. I mean, if you're a Nets fan, 
that is exactly what you wanted to see. I mean, all the concerns that me and Nick talked about in the preview looked like they were non-existent tonight. They came out with a sucker punch, and the first, a very apparent thing, Kevin Durant looks like the old Kevin Durant again. Maybe a step slow a little bit laterally, just a step, which is normal. But for the most part, because his game is so skill-based and not athleticism-based, he was absolutely looking fantastic. Pulling in the mid-range, pulling from three. Kevin Durant looking like he's trying to make a case for being that best player in the world again. That belong that title does still belong to LeBron James, in my opinion, though. But Kevin Durant, like seeing him back to normal, seemingly, you know, we need to see if he can take the wear and tear of a season again, obviously. But, you know, this is looking like Dominique Wilkins 2.0 coming back from that torn Achilles and looking like he hadn't skipped a beat. Does that say a lot about modern surgeries or more about KD's greatness? Maybe a little bit of both. Um, but when we talk about in part three, I don't know if I talked about it in part two of the, has the NBA gotten better or part three, but we're going to talk about the modern surgeries and how it's, when we talk about the modern technology of the modern NBA, it's more to do with the longevity and, and you know the surgeries and players recovery and all that stuff Kevin Durant though was awesome tonight he only played 25 minutes because the Nets were so far ahead they were playing solid defense but you know right now it wasn't hard to defend the Warriors it was kind of trap Steph Curry on every pick and roll Steph actually looked pretty good to me I know he finished only 7 of 21 from the field but the game was well out of reach by halftime in my opinion it just didn't look like it was going to happen for the Warriors and Steph looked, had some moments of brilliance, as he always does, but when they're going to trap him, when they're going to shade and do, you know, make sure that it's anyone but Steph, it's going to be tough, especially without Draymond, who's another guy that can make plays. This team is not deep. That's the only worry with them. And, you know, when they're not deep, that means the starters are going to have to play well. And the starters did not play well. Kelly Oubre had, had some good energy, but six points on three of 14 is never going to cut it. And James Wiseman, actually, I thought looked okay. 19 points. Six boards in his debut, seven of 13. That was the only positive to take from the Warriors side. I'm going to get to one other play on the Warriors in one second. But um, other than Kevin Durant, also, I was a little surprised to see DeAndre Jordan starting tonight. Um, I thought they were going to go with Jared Allen, who I thought made some really good reads tonight. You know, he got the ball in a lot of four-on-three situations and or five-on-four situations. No, four-on-three situations and was able to make that correct read and kick it out to guys like Joe Harris, you know, different plays that he made. I wonder how many assists he got off of that. Uh, two only two assists, but he was making some nice reads. Jared Allen, uh, Kyrie though, my goodness, he was putting on a clinic. And honestly, as much as people are starting to really get on Kyrie, I actually really I'm starting to kind of like Kyrie. I'm starting to enjoy his, you know, anti media stuff and like the guy is just you know one of the most skilled players I think to ever play the game. And tonight he showed a little bit of everything mid range. Off the dribble threes, taking it to the rim, finishing with both hands, just taking whatever the defense was giving and countering that. And when Kyrie Irving's doing that, he's so hard to guard. The only con I can see coming from this is what we saw in Boston, especially with, you know, in certain games I remember Kyrie would get off and then a problem would be that he would get too high on himself and then he kind of felt as though that he needed the weight of the world on his shoulders going forward and that can detract from the other guys on your team. So... I think Kyrie looks more bought in in terms of the team aspect because he chose to come to Brooklyn. And, you know, a lot of plays tonight, it wasn't just Kyrie scoring. It was a lot of Kyrie moving the ball, Kyrie playing off the ball, letting KD run some point. You know, Kyrie making the extra pass to Joe Harris, who I also thought had a really solid game tonight. Um, Kyrie Irving, by the way, finished with, I think he was, he was my player of the game for sure. In 25 minutes of play, he had 26 points, four boards and four assists on 10 of 16 and four of seven from three. Incredible efficiency, an amazing 
opener for Kyrie Irving, a great Nets debut for Kevin Durant. And the only person that I think was compromised a bit tonight, and we got to watch for this, is Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, the team won and was playing and rolling on all cylinders, but he only had nine points and was two of six. So the longer that goes on, even though the team wins, this is when it comes to, are you willing to sacrifice for the good of the team? This has been Spencer's team in ways for two years now. Um, another person I thought was really good off the bench for this Nets team was Karis LeVert, who I'm a huge fan of in terms of his game. I think he's a really skilled player, mid-range, finishing with both hands around the basket, you know, the handle. He, he's, he's just a really solid player. And he had 20 points tonight, nine rebounds and five assists, six of 17. But once again, you know me, I'm not too big on field goal percentage. That was 20 points, felt like 20 points, nine boards, five assists. Karis LeVert was awesome for me. The Nets, if you're looking at it right now, the Nets look fantastic. But once again, same with the Clipper game. We can't get too high off an of opening game. It's just the first game. You're not going to see the Nets struggle in the first game against the Warriors list Draymond. I mean, that's not going to happen. They came out with a sense of urgency. They came out through the first punch. Props to Steve Nash. His team looked well-coached, moving the ball. Everybody but Spencer of the main guys really did great. Joe Harris, 10 points, 4 of 8. Landry Shamit, I see you, by the way. That was not a good performance. I saw you losing the ball and looking a little broke. Shamit, 1 of 4, 6 points. Um, but, yeah, the Nets were fantastic tonight. Um, let's, I'm actually ahead of schedule a little bit here, but yeah, you're not going to see the Nets struggle, you know, against Draymondless Warriors. It's going to take adversity to see if this team will really have chemistry issues. I've already seen some people on Twitter saying all oh, those idiots that thought the Nets wouldn't have chemistry issues. Look, you listen to my preview. I never said they would or they wouldn't. I just said that things are possibilities. And, you know, the possibilities are that when you face adversity, things change. By the way, we are going uh, we are going live with the comments in about five minutes. Let's end it off with one thing, though. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, my fucking God. You know, you can't hide in Minnesota anymore, boss. You're on the Warriors now. And on Steph Curry's team, well, we're all going to be able to watch you regularly now. And you know what I saw tonight? An absolute bust. You know, we haven't been harsh enough on Andrew Wiggins. You know, all I want from him this season, if you're a Warriors fan, to make the playoffs, 18 points a night. What the fuck was that? Can't hit a jumper. Can't hit a free throw. Can't hit an open three. Can't create his own shot. Can't make a basic layup. Turning the ball over. Non-existent on defense. What the fuck was that, Andrew Wiggins? If that's, an, uh, if that's the preview of what's to come, and it's a perfect example of an athletic player with, you know, not improved his skill one bit since he's coming to this league, Andrew Wiggins... 13 points, 4 of 16 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, 4 turnovers, minus 28, shit performance from Andrew Wiggins. That was garbage. Um, but yeah, that he's going to have to be better if the Warriors are going to have any chance of making the playoffs. So, you know what? I think that's about it. Lakers 1 and, I'm sorry, Lakers 0-1, just like we like to see it. Clippers 1-0, and oh, also like we like to see it. Nets 1-0, good for them. Warriors 0-1, it's going to be an interesting when Draymond comes back. I don't know when that's going to be, but they, boy, do they need him to come back quick. However, I know I sound a little negative with that Kyrie comment of, you know, negative things could come out from this, but Kyrie Irving was great tonight, and he played team basketball, so you got to give it to him. And Kevin Durant was back, and he looked great. So, yeah, I think we're going to end a little bit shorter than 24 minutes here tonight, guys. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow us, interact on social media, tell your friends about this, and we'll be back tomorrow night for another episode of the 24-minute recap. Tonight, we're ending it in about 20. If you want, I'm sorry, now we'll be ending the podcast version and we'll be going 
live with the YouTube uh, with the YouTube subscribers live chat. Thank you for checking it out. Peace.